Hey there, Story Sister. If you're a regular listener to this podcast, then you know that I'm all about impact. So in today's episode, I'm going to walk you through my very own story impact framework, which I've created to help us break down our personal story one piece at a time. And by the way, stay tuned for a free download inside today's episode. If you're a visual learner like me, then it might provide you with a really helpful way to take action on today's content. So raise your hand if you're ready to move out of your holding pattern. If so, then brace yourself for impact, because here we go. Welcome to Power Your Platform, the podcast for women who are building bold story brands. I'm your host and story coach, Carrie Ramsey. Each week, we'll explore big ideas about brand building and shine a spotlight on courageous women just like you who are owning their story, following their purpose, and changing the world. Whether you're a story starter, a story builder, or a story pro, this podcast is for you. I'll help you move your mindset from uncertain to unstoppable and provide you with the storytelling tools you need to make a real impact. Because we all have a story to tell, and somewhere someone is waiting to hear yours. Join us each week for inspiring interviews, aha moments, and step-by-step action plans that will provide the framework to help you create your very own purpose-driven platform. Are you with me? All right, it's time to power up. British anthropologist Jane Goodall once made the statement that, quote, you cannot get through a single day without having an impact on the world around you. What you do makes a difference, and you have to decide what kind of difference you want to make, end quote. I love that observation, don't you? It reminds me that everyone has an impact in the world, but not everyone decides what kind of impact they're going to have. And I don't know about you, but I want to choose the impact I make in the world. I want to be the girl who picks up the pen in her own life story and leaves an intentional mark on the page. And that's why I created the Story Impact Framework which I speak of often with my clients and with those who are looking to create a long-lasting impression, whether that's in their community or their industry or the world at large. So the Story Impact Framework is a simple six-step process that breaks down what it takes to move from idea to impact. Because I find that there are a lot of women I speak to who really do want to make an impact. They're just not sure where to start or how to grow that impact once they begin. So if that sounds familiar, then you're in the right place and this episode is for you. So the story impact framework is actually built around the word impact. So I hope it's a bit easier to remember. And the first letter in the word impact is I, which stands for identity. And your identity is the core structure around which your story is built. Every experience and every emotion 
and high point and low point and midpoint is something that you have gathered as a part of your story along the way, right? This is a part of your identity structure. So to help create more clarity around your story impact, I've actually created a tool called the Story Impact Wheel, which I use inside my coaching sessions and different workshops. And this Story Impact Wheel is a guide to help you pull together the pieces of your own identity, which in turn can help you begin to form the structure of your own story impact. So if you'd like to download a visual copy of this story impact wheel, you can go to the show notes today and just click on that link, or you can download it from our main website, which is powerherplatform.com forward slash story wheel. So if you'd like to do that before you listen to the rest of this episode, go ahead, pause this episode, do the download, even if it's right there on your phone. It might just help you, like I say, if you're a visual learner. But maybe you're just someone who likes to take notes, in which case I encourage you to grab a notebook and a pen and you can jot down what I'm about to share with you, which are the eight pieces of the story impact wheel. All right, so all eight pieces now that I'm going to talk to you about are actually a part of your own personal identity. And these pieces include number one, your heroes. Number two, your villains. Number three, your proudest moments. Number four, your painful moments. Number five, your inspirations. Number six, your values. Number seven, your challenges. And number eight, your triumphs. And if that went by too quickly for you to write them all down, the good news is that that whole list of the eight pieces of the story impact wheel are listed in the show notes. All right, so you can take a look there if you like, or if you downloaded the story wheel from the, uh, from the show notes, you already have that in a visual format. And whenever I share the story impact wheel with my clients, I suggest that they block off some time. Even an hour would be helpful so that as they examine the different parts of their own story impact wheel, they have the time to really consider the moments and the stories that are so pivotal and have played such an important role in their own story identity. So this is the first part of the impact process, which is really to examine your own identity. So once you have spent some time in this first stage of the story impact framework, then it's time to move on to the second stage, which is meaning. So just as a reminder, the first letter in impact stood for identity. The second letter in impact is M which stands for meaning. And this is the portion of the process where we create a clear distinction between the idea of our experience and our story. And I've talked about this before in other episodes of this podcast, because as we examine the various parts of the story impact wheel, there are going to be some parts that Maybe we don't look back on fondly at all. In fact, maybe they're too painful even to think about, right? So when we look at creating a story, 
maybe that we share with clients or that becomes a part of our overall brand. I want to stress that we choose the parts of our identity that we want to share. And that's really the difference between the experience that we have and our story. And I'm not saying that we're making things up, all right? That's not what's meant by this word story. What I'm saying is that when we are in this second phase, which is meaning, that's really, I guess, the bridge, you could say, between this idea of experience and story. It's where we look at the eight parts of the story impact wheel and we derive meaning from things like our heroes, our villains, our values, our painful moments, right? And when we derive meaning, it creates this distinction between maybe what happened to us as opposed to what happened for us. All right, so I want you to look at, again, the eight parts of your story impact wheel and ask yourself some questions. And yes, this does take some time. But was there a proud moment that you identified that you can see now actually showed you what you were skilled at? Maybe it was something that you thought came easily to everyone, but in fact, it, it's one of your giftings, right? And so when we look at our proud moments, maybe the meaning is that it helped us highlight, you know, what we're really great at and our gift that we have to share with the world. Or maybe when you look at the story impact wheel under the heroes section, you can think of someone who empowered you and really changed your life. And if that happened, I want you to think about how did they empower you and what was the meaning there? Like, what are you doing with that power today? Right. So I want you to go through those steps and really now start to assign meaning. And if you don't find any meaning, you don't have to. That's OK. You just won't pull it forward as a part of maybe the story that you are now sharing as a part of your personal or professional brand. So as you move through this process, I really encourage you to capture your ideas in a notebook or on a computer file or if you're just more of an audio person, you could even record it into your phone, right? Whatever it is, keep track of it. And once you've spent some time in the second phase, which is deriving meaning from your story, then I want you to brace for impact as we move into the third part of the story impact framework, which is to clearly state your purpose. All right, so we have looked at the letter I in impact, which is identity. We have looked at the letter M in impact, which is meaning. And now we are examining the letter P, which is purpose. All right, so I've actually discussed this idea of purpose several times before in this podcast because I find it so important. If you want to listen to a full episode on this topic, you can actually head back to episode six, where we talk about finding your rebel cry. So I really encourage you to do that after you've listened to this episode. Just to summarize from episode six, though, your purpose is your reason for being. And if you're in business, it's your reason for being in business. Because purpose and not passion is what we need if we're going to make an impact on this world with our gifts and our knowledge and our expertise. So waking up in the morning and knowing why we're doing something will compel us 
to do it, even when we feel discouraged and completely unmotivated. Because when we don't really know why we're doing something, it's easy to procrastinate, isn't it? But when we know our purpose and who's waiting for us to take action, then we're able to set aside the distractions and prioritize what really matters. And that brings us to the next step in the story impact framework, which is audience. So again, the letter A in the word impact stands for audience. When you've explored your own identity, like we did in step one, and you've drawn meaning from your experience, as in step two, and you've arrived at your purpose in step three, then it's time to get clear on the audience you serve. And if you're a regular listener or a follower of mine, then you'll know that I'm not shy about telling people who I serve. This podcast, and in fact, all of the work I do, is meant to serve and support women leaders, speakers, and entrepreneurs who are building bold story brands. So how does knowing who your audience is help you to have more impact? Well, first of all, when you have a clear idea of who you serve, you're going to know and understand what they need and what they care about. And you'll also know how to get their attention by using language and images that are familiar to them. What's more, when you really know your audience, you're going to know their pain points and their struggles, which then allows you to draw a straight line from their problem to your solution. And the result is going to be higher conversion rates and higher sales and revenues, right, as a part of the transformation, which in turn leads to raving fans and future referrals. And I think we can all get on board for that. Am I right? So those are just a few of the ways that knowing your audience can impact not only your business, but of course, also the lives of those that you serve. And that leads us to the letter C in the word impact, which stands for challenge. Because challenge is just another way to think about that struggle or pain point that your audience is facing. After all, businesses exist to solve problems, right? Or challenges. So if you really want to have an impact, you need to be aware of the specific challenge you solve for your audience. And I'll give you a couple of examples, hopefully that will illustrate this. Joanna Griffiths is a Canadian entrepreneur who launched NYX with the goal of transforming an underwear market that had too much frill and not enough function. So her trailblazing invention was leak-proof underwear, which she continues to focus on as she grows her multi-million dollar business. Another example I want to give you is a little closer to home, and that is a business that was created by a woman in my own community called Dome Mama. And Dome Mama is a business specializing in handmade pizza dough dry mixes and pizza sauce. In fact, I used one of her pizza dough dry mixes just last night, so that's why it was top of mind for me. So with her own young family to feed and a love of pizza, Doe Mama's founder, Corey, wanted to provide a cost-effective, healthy alternative to traditional takeout pizza. 
So that was the challenge that she was addressing with her business. And each Saturday, she would make a delicious pizza from scratch, packed with hot, wonderful toppings and loaded with flavor for her family and friends. And it was one of her friends, actually, who suggested that she should sell her dough dry mixes. And that's how Dough Mama was born. All right, so those are just two examples of businesses that were created by women to solve two very different types of challenges. And I think it demonstrates that no matter who our audience is, we need to find out what challenge they have and address it if we are going to build impact. So truly, if you want to have an impact in the world, then I want to encourage you as a part of this story impact process to identify a challenge that your audience is facing and help them solve it. So ask yourself, what problem are you solving for your audience? Because if you're not solving a challenge or a problem, then you probably don't have the basis for a business. But once you're clear on your solution and the challenge that it solves for your audience, then you can move on to the final step in the story impact framework, which is transformation. And again, the letter T is the last letter in the word impact, and it stands for transformation. Because transformation is really the evidence that we've made an impact, isn't it? Think about the product or the service that you provide or that you're thinking of providing. If what we're doing is really intended to make an impact, then it should be improving people's lives, shouldn't it? It should be helping them grow and move forward and get better or make their life easier in some way. So it's important to know what the transformation is that your business wants to have, right? In the case of your ideal audience. And honestly, this should tie back to some of the previous steps that we've already established. So based on your own identity and the meaning you've derived from your experience, then you decided on a purpose, right? As a part of this process. And that purpose really should have an outcome or a transformation attached to it. So once your ideal audience follows your steps or buys your product, they should be able to successfully overcome their challenge and achieve some kind of change or transformation. So let me give you an example. Marie Kondo is maybe someone you're familiar with. She is an expert in tidying up, as in cleaning up. <laughs> and if you're not familiar with Marie Kondo, then you may have at least heard of her famous concept, which is sparking joy, which is a part of discarding the unwanted and unneeded items in our lives. So I like this example because Marie's business provides a tangible way to think about transformation. Her clients start with a messy, cluttered, and chaotic space, and they end up with what Marie refers to as spaces of serenity and inspiration. Wow, I could really use a little Marie Kondo around my office right now, if I'm honest. But you can see what I mean about the promised transformation, right? Her clients start in one place and they are transformed into another. 
the more that you look for it, I think the more apparent it becomes that transformation is what companies do, right? And it's what they're promising. And in fact, it's what entire industries are offering customers. So the health and beauty industry is delivering a brand promise of physical transformation. The personal development industry is developing a brand promise of mind transformation. The financial services industry is delivering a brand promise, of course, of financial transformation. You get the idea? When you're thinking about what kind of transformation you're promising to your audience, keep your brand promise simple. Keep it clear and keep it truthful. After all, you don't want to make a promise that you can't deliver on. And if you want to learn more about brand promises, then circle back to episode 14 and you'll find more there. So that's the sixth and final step in the story impact framework. And thanks for sticking with me right to the very end. In the past few minutes, we've broken down the story impact framework, which includes the following six pieces. Number one, identity. Number two, meaning. Number three, purpose. Number four, audience. Number five, challenge. And number six, transformation. And if you're looking for more support on increasing your own impact with storytelling, then be sure to reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram at Power Your Platform, or you can send me a message through our main website at powerherplatform.com. Together, let's make an impact that the world can't ignore. I hope you enjoyed listening in to today's podcast episode. And if you did, then feel free to take a screenshot and share it with your social media followers. And don't forget to tag Power Your Platform. When you do, we'll be able to share your post with our own followers. Until next time, keep owning your story, following your purpose, and raising your voice. Because the world is waiting to hear your story. Thank you.